We the people are their bosses. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. I still don't understand why Fletcher's not in a doom metal band, Larry. Yeah, really. Absolutely. He's got he's the got chops. That, he's got the chops, big time. Yeah, he's got that end of the world sound for <laughs> yes. sure. Yes. What was this? I mean, I didn't pick I, when I was younger. I didn't really pick up on that kind of music yeah. early on. It was always like, well, what's the point? And the older I mm. get, it's like, now I get it. <laughs> the world sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And it yes. comes around. It comes around. I came around to the music. Every, you know, every music has its own charms to it. That's true. And the end of the world. Eh, okay. I don't think the actual end of the world is coming unless you believe the nukes are coming. But. Those blue check marks are getting very worried. Breaking uh, news today, and I have a bad clip. day. Yeah, bad. I got a clip from our uh, Romanian guy from the last show oh. about this. But the big news seems to be that Twitter is taking Musk's offer. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if anything I expect to really change. I know that uh, Adam Curry. And his wife, Tina, not very big fans of Elon Musk for various reasons. And he's a globalist. Right. And mm-hmm. should we really expect any change whatsoever? And I think there will be a change. I'm just not really sure the change is going to be meaningful. Hmm. It'll be interesting. Well, well, nobody said why he did this, because what he's, you know, he's 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 bought a uh, a white elephant. I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, performance for shareholders, it blows and always has. It's been a, a loser and a dog. <laughs> he, yeah, he may think he can fix it. Whatever he sees well, but, wrong. Yeah, maybe. But I but my, mean, my guess and I don't I know fuck off about Musk, but it seems that he had some of these tweets that said he was kind of pissed off about their suppression of free speech. And so, I mean, my guess is just like this guy, you know, what, what the hell when you're worth 300 billion? What's another flopping off 41 or three, whatever the hell to buy this and teach them all a lesson? That's sort of the vibe I get, because I don't think he probably knows much about, uh, you know, marketing and social media, social media, whatever. I think he's more of a, you know, he's a rocket and car guy, isn't he? So yeah. why would he be doing this? It's, it's interesting because for you and I, a crazy impulse purchase might be a nice few thousand dollar guitar. Yeah. For Elon, it's Twitter. Yeah. I'll just buy it. Yeah. You got a few billion. Got to put your money somewhere. And yeah. The most telling thing, I believe, was his tweet a while ago, and this was not that that long ago. I mean, this was within the last few weeks where he questioned whether Twitter and he posed this question on Twitter is Twitter dead. And he posted a list of the top 10 people as far as the amount of followers they have. 
mm-hmm. and pointed out that a vast majority of them were not really using Twitter all that much anymore. Really? I didn't see that. That's a, who, who, Can you remember the names on there? The- Taylor Swift was one. Okay. Elon Musk you know was that. one, which I thought was, was funny. Number yeah. one, Barack Obama. Yeah. And I don't think Obama ever really used Twitter for more uh, than PR. Sure. I'm sure somebody was doing that for him. Right. I would think when he was running for president, maybe that was a PR stunt. Maybe he had somebody doing it. But once he took office, I don't think he really ever posted anything besides what you would expect to come out of Mm -hmm. the office of a president. And well, that's not named Trump because Trump was using Trump was the only one really using Twitter. We know it was him. Yes. (laughs) They got rid of him. But that that would maybe be the one big thing. But I I'm wondering if musk is basically pointing to and this is reading a lot into it i know but pointing a lot into the fact that the woke world we live in has made anybody with a following much less likely to engage because any little thing you say can now get you canceled so why talk at all which is was maybe the point of all this stuff Mm mm-hmm What's the whole point of changing the language and, well, you called somebody by the wrong pronoun and you'll be canceled? I think that's maybe the point, right? Damn. I I don't know. I mean, it could be. (laughs) Could be. All I know is I wish there was some type of way to uh, to, uh, you know, monitor all the aneurysms and embolisms among the blue check, (laughs) blue check class class uh, because of this turn of events. I mean, they're just not happy no matter how you slice it. They're pissed off because it's been it's been their fucking dirty little sandbox for years now. Right. Because uh, they can say whatever they want. Yeah, they've reigned with hegemony, and now suddenly here's this UFO with a lot of bread coming in, you know, and um, and they don't like it. So, and not only could they say anything they want, but they could pretty much cancel anybody they deemed fit to be canceled. Yeah, yeah, and that may be the only change at this point. If Elon takes over, those blue check marks might all lose their little check marks, which would be nice. That would be nice. You know, my guess is, I mean, I think the only way to to really change that thing is to make it uh, subscriber based, because as long as you get advertisers, um, they're going to want uh, suppressed speech. Right. Um, With very few exceptions. So but if it's if it's uh, listener supported, then, uh, you know, it's game on and shackles off, I would think. And that was the question. Is Elon going to bring a free speech absolutist viewpoint to twitter and i remember when twitter first arrived on the scene the first question everybody had once it was like oh this is really cool was how do you make money on this because right. it's basically just everybody's sharing text messages so okay you can add ads in between the messages or whatever but it just isn't a very ad friendly platform and we all know ads ruin the experience people will only put up with a certain amount when you're scrolling a feed reading all this stuff maybe one in 20 messages can be an ad before people are like wow this is way too much so i don't know how you monetize it and you're right the advertisers are now very worried about being politically correct because of the fact that the organizations like Media Matters and others going back a decade or more. It started, I think, really big 
with Rush Limbaugh going after anybody that dared to sponsor his show. And right. they tried to make a big kerfuffle for anybody that would dare do that. And now this has moved into smaller and smaller targets. And I think you're right that anybody that would dare post or have any content posted that they don't agree with, then they're going to pull their advertising from it. It really becomes a no win situation. Yeah. But I guess here's the question. I don't know what it costs. And I'm sure it's a decent amount of money, but I don't know what it costs to run Twitter as far as the hardware. We know from a much smaller example with the No Agenda show, their own Mastodon instance, that it costs a few thousand bucks a month for that. So I would assume Twitter, you're multiplying that. But is it enough? Is Elon, does he got the cojones just to go, you know what? screw advertising we're just making this completely open and i don't care if it loses me you know 20 million bucks a day so adam and john are footing the bill for that mastodon instance yes okay gotcha didn't know that and it is just you know one little server and the bills are still for what you know i wouldn't be able to afford it personally Mm -hmm. but it is you know something that adds value to their brand and it makes sense Sure. And I don't know that the deal that was originally run by a guy named Ariner, who was just doing it out of the kindness of his heart. But I think that had to stop at some point yeah. because it's not cheap and you are the target of, you know, oh. DDoS attacks and all this stuff because yeah. people want to silence all this stuff. Right. But I'm curious what Elon's plans are yeah. for Twitter, because if he comes in and says, pretty much free speech anything is allowed anything that is legal speech is allowed yeah because i don't expect any of these platforms to all of a sudden be like oh child porn is great bring it on no Mm -hmm. but any legal speech should be allowed which means you should be able to have debate you should be able to question climate change you should be able to question what masks do when it in terms of a virus and all of this stuff yeah and if he comes in and just says free speech and also, let's get rid of all the blue check marks. I mean, I get the point of the blue check marks originally was, you know, Larry Blydner, people know him. He's got a podcast. We don't want people impersonating him. Mm-hmm. But it has turned into something completely different. Yeah. Well, I saw I saw a, a video of uh, Darren Beatty, right? And uh, he was he was making some very dire predictions about this. And, you know, it sounded pretty smart what he was saying. He says the moment he takes the reins of that of that platform, if he does stop their, you know, their leftist muzzling and content moderation, he is going to be he's going to become the new Trump. They're going to throw every fucking piece of artillery at that guy that they possibly can. He's going to be Dr. Evil. And you know what? He makes Trump look like a guy with no money. So bring it on. Yes, he does. (laughs) But he will he will replace Putin as the the fucking boogeyman. He will. And think of and what's really odd and Petey didn't mention it, but it crossed my mind. I would venture to guess that I'm going to say something in the realm of probably 75 percent of Tesla owners are blue check people. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. So now what happens? What happens to the Tesla brand when suddenly he's the new Trump, the new Dr. Evil? 
um, you know, the SpaceX. I mean, he's all his other ventures, adventures. Are they going to crater because they're going to brigade this guy? You know that there's going to be boycotts and screaming for his fucking head. It's going to get ugly. That's a given. Well, for daring to allow free speech, I right. think he immediately has to turn the Twitter account for Donald Trump back on. Mm-hmm. The uh, No Agenda Millennial pointed out that he thought the reported straw that broke Musk's back on this whole Twitter thing was when they booted the Babylon B account, which was obviously always satire. Right. Was always comedy. So when you start going after them for misinformation, it's like, sure. I don't Are we doing this to Saturday Night Live, too? I mean, this is. Yeah. Some very bizarre stuff, but we are in bizarre world. And this is episode 33. Did we mention that of the uh, Planet Rage show? Episode 33, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Weird stuff is always going to happen. But I liked the take on the Musk takeover of Twitter from our buddy, the Romanian TV guy, who people Mm -hmm. that have been listening to him for a while swear he is Romanian. Mm-hmm. And I liked what he had to say when we clipped him on the last show. So let's hear what he had to say okay. about the Elon Musk Twitter takeover. Do you know what would happen if Elon Musk buys Twitter? Do you know what would happen? I would have months of content. Like, I mean, you don't understand the meltdown. You, you just do not understand that the only thing that is keeping the blue check marks awake at night is knowing that the rules may change. And they may not be on top of the world. They may not be on top of the castle. And they would be down here with us, the rest of the peasantry. The thing that they are fearing the most, the thing that they are quaking in their boots is that the rules, the terms of service would apply to them just that they are applying to you. And this horrifies them. This brings them harm. This is a huge danger to our democracy. I mean, look at this. I mean, I think he's absolutely right there. Yeah. Totally right. That the rules that they have created only for the conservative right now going to be applied to them, and that horrifies them. I believe that is correct. Yes. Now, he goes on. He's showing a couple of tweets from the Business Insider, one from years ago when Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post, and now about what they're saying about Elon and Twitter. This is from Business Insider. This is how hard they were journalisming. I like that he calls it journalism. <laughs> it sounds vaguely sexual. Yes, it does. Let's, <laughs> let's be journalisming together. The, the level yeah. of journalisming going at the Business Insider was astonishing. Billionaire Jeff Bezos, Washington Post, by marks a fascinating Fascinating cultural transition in America. Elon Musk attempt to buy Twitter represents a chilling. It's winter now. It's a dark winter. A chilling new threat. They, they are under threat. When Elon Musk makes a purchase, the journalisming is under threat. The billionaire trolls taking over social media. Well, I don't know if he's trolling. I mean, um, I know you're journalisming hard and you're trying to tell me that he is trolling, but it seems. He may not have been trolling. The amount of data that Elon Musk would have access to if he privatized Twitter is concerning. Yes, hashtag concern. We are journalisming. Do you know when they're journalisming really hard is when they are hashtag concerned. Especially when you look at Darren, the faces. Yes. And you don't- Dar- stop, baby. 
I, the feed cut out about probably 30 seconds back. I had up. Oh, now I'm gone. No, I just no. lost connection. Your head was gone. Are you back? <laughs> I've got a billboard that says you've lost connection to clean feed. Oh, no. Refresh. Yeah, that's what it's. That's weird. Refresh. I'm going to refresh right now. Here we go. Boom. We know Larry's still here, but clean feed says he's not. This, back. This could be the blue checks. It could be. It, it probably well is. Um, yeah, like I said, about 30 seconds before I, I piped up there, the, the, um, it went silent for, you know, right after he was. Let's back what this up. Saying, but it was all good. Yeah, could you? Fascinating. Fascinating. Cultural transition in America. Elon Musk attempt to buy Twitter represents a chilling. It's winter now. It's a dark winter. A chilling new threat. They, they are under threat. When Elon Musk makes a purchase, the journalisming is under threat. The billionaire trolls taking over social media. Well, I don't know if he's trolling. I mean, um, I know you're journalisming hard and you're trying to tell me that he is trolling, but it seems he may not have been trolling. The amount of data that Elon Musk would have access to if he privatized Twitter is concerning. Yes, hashtag concern. We are journalisming. <laughs> Do you know when their journalisming really hard is when they are hashtag concerned, especially when you look at their faces and you don't see the horror in their eyes. Like they're very calm, like reading from a prompter, but they're very concerned. That's when the journalisming happens. They teach you that in journalism school. Yes, they teach you that in journalism school. I really like this guy. <laughs> he has a great attitude and uh, he points out something very interesting here that I hadn't really considered which I'm assuming that there's somebody on the left saying this because he brought up this point, which is, you know, the amount of data Elon Musk would have access to if Twitter was privatized. Well, that would just be crazy. This is the same left that seems to love TikTok, Larry, which I. Yes, <laughs> this is the yes. same point I made about TikTok being mm -hmm. that TikTok is basically owned by the Chinese government. Right. But now they're going to be afraid. Yeah, that Elon Musk is going to have their Twitter information, which. I mean, the news should expose this more as we have here, as I have on Random Thoughts, I think, as you have on that Larry show, the fact that every time you jump on one of these social media sites, especially using one of their apps, your location is most likely being sent to them. They can have access sure. to your contents. It is a really big privacy issue, but I don't understand the difference between the conglomerate that is now a public company, no longer, I mean, it was Jack up until he left not that long ago. But what's the difference between, you know, the Dorsey run board yeah. and all of this and Musk? I don't really get the difference on, is it really less safe for your data? No, there's no difference. It's just it's not batting for their team. And that's, yes. that's oh, it. This but is, but oh. I thought it was fascinating. Dorsey, it's really interesting since he stepped away from this pile of shit. Um, he came out and said, you know, you threw some pretty big rocks at the board and said they've always been a problem and so forth. So um, I, I think that place is, I think that probably the, you know, Twitter is like the closest, uh, the closest um, analogy to that is it's, you know, like. Congress, just a bunch of scumbags, a snake pit. Now, really. here's a question for you. Are they afraid that Elon, once he owns Twitter, will have access to 
not i mean all of their everybody can see your tweets but what about direct messages what about that maybe that could be concerning for any of these people who have communicated in direct message on twitter thinking those messages were safe person to person maybe because sure. people refuse to uh, uh sign up for their whatever the fuck their registry wow but this is i mean that would be interesting because going back even years ago when i ran bulletin boards for a few country artists if you really wanted to as the person that is controlling the site you could read all the personal messages going back and forth right now i'm wondering if they felt safe now because as you said when your site is running Mm-hmm. the servers you're really really feeling you know, this is great we can say whatever we want we have the cloak sure. of silence around us with twitter right imagine all of the direct messages personal messages on twitter being leaked or having uh, elon musk having access to it that could be a lot of blackmail material hell yeah <laughs> which is why i i mean i think i've talked about this in a few different places maybe here maybe not but years ago or maybe about a year or so ago now my wife and I started using Tox, which is an open source person to person, peer to peer to do every because we were texting, you know, daily when she'd be at work. Mm-hmm. And since I don't like using a cell phone and that's really no more safe or less safe, whether you use your cell phone, the actual number for the text messages or I was using Google Voice. But right. you realize there is a trail now. Everybody. You know, January 6th, there are so many people that are getting nailed because of just otherwise innocuous text messages that were sent Mm -hmm. because those are not private. You send a text message, people can get records. They can see this. Yes. That's why, you know, about a year or so ago, we moved to a platform that is not logged, is all encrypted, is not suspect uh, to this kind of thing, which is, oh, somebody else takes over and now all those messages might be. Mm-hmm. might be out so it's going to be interesting sure. to see what sure. happens here at twitter it sure is because it really <laughs> is you know for all of the social media it is still where even though they're really short this is where text messages rain and i know you can still do audio and video and all this and images on twitter but it's still where text reigns because you go to tiktok and that's all videos. You go to Instagram and that's all pictures and videos. Yeah. Facebook. Okay. But that's like the boomer t- version of Twitter, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Twitter is where a vast majority of these people communicate. This is where all of this programming is going on. This is where the messages are being pushed and it has become the public square. So this for all the people on the left who were like, no, this is great. Now it's going to be. They're going to be doing a 180, I think. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's just as, as odious as a thing as it is, it is absolutely the de facto, uh, uh, you know, national bully pulpit for politics. And uh, it, was, it was, you know, proven to a fairly well in the last election. You know, they, they, they sidelined Trump and then they, uh, they buried the Hunter Biden stories. And, um, you know, that's <laughs> look what happened. Um, so yeah how easily that could have an effect on an election they didn't want to admit that at the time but of course of course that's what they did yeah and of course there is an influence 
on what people see because attention spans are short Mm -hmm. and people only read headlines, which is yes, also a very interesting thing. And I've railed about this for a long time because I remember finding out was probably taking a journalist class or a journalism. Wait, no journalisming. What are this? What are the journalisming journalisming class? Yes. Back when I was at the uh, liberal institution of DePaul University. Mm-hmm. And that's when I believe I found out that when you are a columnist, when you're a writer for a newspaper, I know those are dying, which shows you how long ago I was in college. But even back then, the headlines were written by the editors, not the person submitting the article. Right. And I think that's important to point out because a lot of people now just read the headline. Sure. And if there's anything you could rail on people, it's like if you're going to be ingesting the news, Mm -hmm. you have to go further than the headline. There was a a headline of an article, just something stupid, but it was on NASCAR after last week's race when uh, Kurt Busch won or Kyle Busch, sorry, won. And the headline was like, oh, he's going a long way to cementing his career, Hall of Fame career or something like that. And people took umbrage to that, like, well, no, he did that 10 years ago. And to the point that the author of the article pointed out, we don't write the headlines. Stop yelling at me for what the headlines looked like. But if you just go to Drudge, like a lot of people do, and there's different sites like that. But if you go to a headline aggregator Mm -hmm. and just read the headlines, you're really not getting the news. Of course. But that's the way they want it. <laughs> right. Right. Because you can, I mean, you want to talk about misinformation. Yeah. You just got this little bit and then maybe, maybe we'll tell you the truth in the article. Maybe we won't. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, you, you have to be informed. You have to go to different varying news sources to try to verify what you're getting. And right. it's hard. You certainly that's you just use the magic word. It's hard. That's why it's never going to change, because people are lazy and uh, most people don't want to bother. Just don't 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 bug me with details or facts. Just give me something to piss me off or make me smile. That's really what it boils down to. (laughs) We're here to do both. Yeah, that's the joy. here. But this is why I think people like Tim Pool are becoming more popular because they at least try, I believe. And again, everybody has a bias. So sure. you you can't get behind beyond that. But having somebody who tries to look at the news stories and then break them down for you, if right. they're legitimately doing the work, which is such a cliche thing to say. But if, yeah. you know, if they're doing their homework and they're looking at different resources to try to get to the bottom of things and you find somebody like that, that you believe they become so powerful. Because then you just go, well, I don't know. I'm not going to tune in to CNN or Fox. I'm not going to look at the Drudge Report. I'm just going to listen to this guy. Yeah. Because I think he's right. Then you have all the power as that guy to every now and then, if you want to, uh, you know, maybe mislead people a little bit. Of course. Indeed. So you have to be careful (laughs) with it. I saw you were out at the gun range the other day. Wow. That's they have gun ranges in California. Oh, yeah. You know what? Um there yeah they, they there's a few left and um yeah, you know what a, the, the beauty of it is um this one i've 
got it. Got it. It's this place forever. And it's, uh, you know, outdoors, which you find in, in California. I hate indoor gun ranges. Just hate them. So, uh, well, they're loud girls and been they're bugging me for, for a long time. When are you going to take me? Yeah, they stink. They're loud. They're usually like an air conditioning duct, you know, blasting cold air in the back of your neck. And right. I just hate them. Trying but, to uh, get all know, of the toxic, you know, chemicals out of the air. Yeah. They just suck. Yeah. So this one's a really nice uh, um, outdoor range and they have everything, you know, you want skeet and trap and uh, there's rifle ranges and pistol. You can shoot paper targets. You can shoot, uh, you know, carnival uh, spinning rabbits and, and iron and so forth. You know, so it's a, it's a blast. And they did really well. It was, it was great. Yeah. Your daughter, <laughs> that it was nice to see. Uh, they're not aiming for the chest. The the headshots were headshots. Headshots are dead shots. Yeah. <laughs> Amducious says uh, yeah. they have uh, shooting ranges in California. It's called the freeway. Well, that's here in Chicago, too. You just <laughs> that make, too, yeah. You, know, you take your guns, you go yeah. out. But there is, of course, another assault. I mean, we knew this was coming with Biden. There's an assault on guns. Mm-hmm. Now it is talking about the, you know, the Saturday night specials, guns that can be concealed. Well, we have to go after those. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it's it's so predictable. Uh-oh, your audio is flicking it out there, Darren. You're, no, just, no. See, I'm telling you. Dial it back again 10 seconds, buddy. Uh, your 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 audio is flat. It's them, I'm telling you. There's, there's some there's some uh, you know creeps in a in a in a in a, <laughs> in a van with uh, you know ears on us and they're doing this to us. Yeah, Believe Big Brother right. is coming around. Oh, I just pulled it up. Security we are state. like we are like 4,000 milliseconds round trip. Wow, that is just popping up. And now it's coming down. It is stabilizing. I'm telling you, you mm-hmm. talk about things that the left doesn't like. And all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, the connection goes kitty yeah. wumpus. But at least it doesn't drop. Shit you. goes wrong. Yes. But you know who had an well, opinion for, but yeah, on guns. Who? I know this is a surprise, but uh, Uncle Ted Nugent. Joey. Had an opinion. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, on, baby. <laughs> on Joey and his and his gun grab. And I know I'm speaking to the choir in many instances, but a lot of people, their their ignorance and emotional reaction to, well, if we just banned the guns, these people wouldn't be shooting everybody. No, they're shooting people in gun-free zones. Right. And there's been tens of millions, Keith, tens of millions, not my numbers, the, the uh, uh, background check of the FBI, tens of millions new firearms owners in America in the last few years. Again, we have seen that, that Mm -hmm. the amount of background checks a lot higher again under Biden as it was under Obama. That it's funny because every time one of these guys comes in that appears like they're going to go after guns, it seems like a lot of American citizens go, now's the time to buy a gun. Oh, yeah, they're great gun salesmen. They are. Yes. Millions upon millions of in, of increased concealed weapon permit carriers, which means they're keeping and bearing arms. They have guns on them. And wherever you have the highest incident of concealed weapons permits, you have a dramatic reduction in 
all violent crime, particularly right. use of firearms in crime. So these politicians will infringe, infringe, infringe with their lies and their deception while they charge the taxpayers who they're disarming and eliminating the access to the law enforcement heroes. They will take our tax dollars and hire machine gun toting security forces while they disarm their bosses. That's the clincher. We the people are their bosses and we wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We the people have the right to keep and bear arms and those politicians should merely make our neighborhoods safe by quit releasing violent criminals. And I'm going to I'm going to conclude it like this, Keith. I did it to Pierce Morgan. I've done it to thousands of interviewers who played devil advocate, because if you're going to counter what I say, you would be on the side of the devil. And they they claim, well, if we could just ban the guns, I go, well, I'll tell you what. More people die drowning every year. I would rather save more life. So I'll tell you what we'll do, Pierce. I'll work on banning water. You work on banning guns. And let's meet every year and see how we're doing. It's a virtual impossibility. Guns are banned by citizens in Mexico. And since you and I started talking, the machine gun toting cartels have killed dozens of people in the gun free zone of Mexico. Who doesn't get this? I shall not be infringed. Yeah, he's got a point. He sure does. Yes. <laughs> the main thing was also in that, which I've also heard before, which is the areas where you have the highest amount of concealed carry licenses has the least amount of violent crime. I wonder why that is. Why would that be? Well, I'll tell you what, I've been going to ranges forever, decades, and uh, I got to say, there is no uh, no sport, no place you can go and find people who are more polite yes. than at gun ranges. <laughs> it's really it's really true, man, you know. So, well, yeah, virtual there's that's your self-policing crowd, which is, you know, nobody's going to get out of hand. I mean, you can that's always the thing like, well, what happens if an insane person opens fire? Well, they're going to get like two shots off. Yeah. Before somebody's going that. to take them down, which is why nobody, yes. I, as far as I know, I don't remember ever hearing of a gun range where somebody decided to try to take people out. No, I don't, I don't think that's happened. Not to my knowledge. Because everybody's armed. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's like, that's, yeah. uh, you know, it's really, yeah. if you think that somebody behind the door that you're about to break into somebody's house or apartment, if you think the person's armed, you're going to mm-hmm. think twice carjacking same way if you think i'm gonna open up the door of that car to pull them out and they're gonna have a gun right crime goes down when people that's are why able. you need that you need that gun that adam has that's illegal in california the judge, the judge. baby yeah i want the judge but i can't get it here it's because perfect. of the fact of uh i mean i know they have a bunch of different laws in california including mm-hmm. the amounts of uh ammo that can fit in the magazine yeah sure i'm guessing the 33 round glock magazine is not legal in california probably not i don't think i've seen any of those i mean i think california was talking about anything over like 10 rounds which yeah there's a lot of handguns which Mm -hmm. have over 10 rounds in the uh in the capability yes but it's like i mean the Law seems pretty damn clear. You know, shall not be infringed. Uncle Ted is absolutely right. Yeah. 
people have well, the was right. There, I, there, some of the, uh, when Ted's doing his, his uh, clip there, um, some of his audio cut out, has there been a, a fresh, <clears throat> I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's a constant onslaught, <laughs> but has there has been a fresh, uh, uh, you know, gun ban by Joey or what's, what was that in, in reaction to, or is just general Ted? Yeah, there Ted? is like, well, right. I don't think Ted ever stops with the, with the gun stuff, but I believe there is something again with, that's going after handguns, which mm. this goes right down the Democratic playbook because we saw sure. this when there were the school shootings and stuff where there was an AR-15 or similar gun used. Right. Well, of course it was. No, no, we just need to take care. We just need the handguns are fine, everybody. We just need right. to get rid of these weapons of war, these assault right. weapons. And it's like, I'm sorry, but the smallest little 22 pistol that you can find me, Larry. Is still an assault weapon if you want to define they're it not, in the right not way. Made for love, no, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not shooting somebody for yeah for anything yeah. but to cause damage. And even a small caliber handgun, mm-hmm. by the definition, is an assault weapon. Yeah, this is sure. insanity. But of course, they went after the AR-15 type weapons at first, and we're like, no, the handguns are fine. Now it seems like they're around to the handguns there was some mm-hmm. law i don't know exactly the number we should have been more prepared yeah but there is something that ted was talking about he had read the legislation on it and basically every handgun owned by every american would fall into this no longer legal oh. category which I, and which uh which uh parasite cockroaches uh, behind us is it joey at the top or some of his minions or who's you know there's always one guy there's always somebody. Yeah. But it's always one. Again, this is so insane. Okay, let's just pretend for a minute that something like this would pass where it's like, well, now technically every handgun in the country is now illegal. Everybody just come turn in your guns. Mm-hmm. You think that's going to work? You know, I mean, no, but no, but I do believe that I mean, if they if they can continue to uh, encroach and get their way, you know, it's it's never going to be like that. I mean, I, even you know, with apologies to Charlton Heston and his cold dead fingers, right, right. <laughs> you know, that's not how it's going to get done. I mean, the the, the the big government has learned long ago that uh, that uh, um, uh, you know financial. Um, control is far more effective than and, and cheaper to exercise than than uh, physical. So it's just going to be you know most most people look at it you know the <laughs> the cartel guys in Mexico whatever the criminals their 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 rods aren't registered of course they're all stolen or whatever. Um, but all the people um, who own them legally they're going to say hey you know Darren you got what well, you you get let's see a record say you have a nine millimeter whatever the fuck it is um, it's going to cost you moving forward. Five thousand a year to keep that legal. Otherwise, right. you'll you better turn it. That's how they're going to do it. It's not registered if you don't renew it. It's yeah. going to be uh, right. As we learned from Glenn Beck, like 10, 20 years ago. Now, maybe it's you're going to be nudged. It's not mm-hmm. going to be illegal, but you'll be nudged into compliance. Right, and that's the way all of this stuff is going. Mm-hmm. The same thing with the gas, you know, prices are just going up. Nothing to worry about. You can't afford to go to work. Well, then maybe you'll get rid of your gas car. Right. Learn to code and and, and stay home and never leave your house because. Right. Because that's the way they like it. It's not like you could go buy an electric powered vehicle for 
way cheaper anywhere. I mean, not even cheaper. Right. I mean, it's not even in the same ballpark as a gas-powered vehicle. No. And the convenience no. isn't there. So if you can't afford the gas-powered vehicle, what is your answer then? Well, you just stay home. Stay home. Which sure. is the push, you know, the whole COVID thing. Well, you know what? We're under lockdown. Everybody just stay home. Yeah. And they're bringing their, their mask bullshit back in, uh, in L.A., which is fucking unbelievable. Why? Oh, you know, well, you know, a few cases were up. There were um, 13 deaths over a period of time. And remember, this is a city of, I don't know, six million. Um, and um, it's it's just insane. I, you know, I was really fucking seething. Um, you know, I'm a huge Alice Cooper fan. Right. And the last time he was in town a few years ago, I went to his show and it was just magnificent. And this time. Luckily, both my my girls are home, and I thought let's let's go see Alice over at the Greek Theater, which is probably the coolest concert venue I've ever been to. It's like it's like watching a it's set in a canyon in with woods, and uh, you know usually watching the show and there's a full moon behind the stage, and when the applause dies down, you hear coyotes howling. It's really a fucking magical place, and. Um, I'm sure as shit, you know, there's the, I go online to buy some tickets and, you know, all, all concert goers must wear masks. And I thought, fuck that. And it wasn't Alice. <laughs> He's cool. It was the, whoever owns that, uh, that, uh, that venue, you know, they want a virtue signal so they can eat shit. They didn't get my, my money this time. An outdoor venue. Outdoors. Outdoor venue. Uh-huh. Which again, yep. follow the science people. Follow the science. Yeah. Yeah. Outdoor transmission. I don't know if outdoor transmission has ever been confirmed. Any cases of it. Right. Ever. Correct. That is the funny part. Indoor. Sure. You can make the case. Sure. Yeah. If Alice was going to be in a place that fit like 400 people, then. Right. Okay. Yeah. Kind of right. get it. I mean, I would still point mm-hmm. people to the research, which right. looked at how well paper masks do and cloth masks do to preventing viruses from entering. but. Mm-hmm. You know that maybe that one percent of help would uh, would save somebody. Sure, yeah. Not so much when you're outside. Not so yeah. much. And I, this so. is what needs to happen: is people need to speak with their dollars. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> and eventually, that comes around, and then mm-hmm. the artists go, "Well, then I'm just going to avoid cities that don't allow people to be free and make right. their own decisions." I mean. There was a short period of time, and maybe it was that original 15 days to flatten the curve. There was a short period of time where it's like, you know what? I understand what's going on here. The government needs to take control to see whatever they can do. But you get like two to four weeks and then that's done. Right. You know, then it's like, well, okay, either this worked or it didn't work. And everybody needs to go on about their lives and make their own damn decisions. Mm hmm. If you feel comfortable going into a crowd to watch Alice Cooper outside, then go do it. Yeah. If you don't, then don't. It's like, well, everybody wear a mask. It's like, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a meme the other day of AOC with her mask hanging down and the inside of the mask. And again, this may have been photoshopped. I don't think it was, but it looks like she'd been wearing the mask for like five days and it was a paper mask. <laughs> There's like different shades of lipstick on the inside. And it's just like, do you know how unhealthy that is to be wearing the same piece of paper or cloth in front of you for days on end? It's like, sure. Those paper. And then there's Ron Howard. Yeah, I saw that. 
fuck him. You know, he wants to wear a mask. Great. Wear one, Ron. Wear, wear a fucking diving helmet. But why do you have to let everybody know that you're doing this and it's for it's for his protection and ours? Shut the fuck up. No, no. It is, it is not wear a diving helmet. It is wear a diving helmet filled with mint Listerine with guppies <laughs> swimming around in it. I mean, that. see, the fact that that stuck with me, it's like that was yes. a great, great visual that you presented. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but it's, you're right. It's like if that's if that's what it takes for you to feel safe. Yeah, do you, it. You can do it. Do it, baby. Do You've it. always been able to wear masks. Always. Always. Nobody ever said, oh, no, no, no. You can't walk in here with that mask on. Want me to nope. except for a bank if you were trying to hold them up yeah. or something. Yes. Yes. But those paper masks that they use in hospital settings, mainly before COVID mm-hmm. came around, they're one use, which is you wear them for an yes. hour or so and you throw them out. They're one use and they're primarily in case one of the workers is infected with, some, from, with something and, you know, has a uh, saliva ridden speech or sneezing to keep that contained. But as far as you wearing one being protected from somebody else, it's not going to do shit. As you very, very um, expertly proved with your uh, your aerosol um uh, comparison with the what is it you like i think it was a vanilla those things that spritz vanilla into the air yeah you still smell it and that's 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 it man that just says it all right there it travels yeah. around the whole house yeah you know and that's you, you just can't stop that it's aerosolized no. once you realized it was aerosolized all bets were off this isn't right. like full droplets because if it's just droplets then yeah That also disproves the whole, you know, you're safe if you're six feet away. (laughs) Oh, you're not. No. Why give people this false sense? It's like, get the actual data out there. Yeah. And then let people be able to make up their own decisions. But that Mm -hmm. they do not want people to make their own decisions because then that that may turn on them. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is maddening. It really is. It really is. It really is. I really wanted to see Alice. I want. I mean, fuck. He's probably. I don't know. Seventy six or seven or something. I'm. How much more touring he's got in him? I hope. I hope decades because he's very cool. But I really wanted my kids to see him in that venue. You know, I did. Well, especially because Alice Cooper. He's one of those guys like Willie Nelson. You look at a picture of him from like thirty years ago. Same. Hasn't changed. Hasn't changed. Are you guys vampires? Is that the deal? Yeah. I mean, with Alice, it kind of makes sense. Sure. I still love the fact that he and Glenn Campbell were like best buddies that would golf together because you really can't picture two more different people. But uh, Uncle Ted, he is turning 75 this year, I believe. Oh, shit. He looks good for 75. Wow. Good for him. It's all that clean living. Yeah. Hunting. All that venison. Yeah. He can still (laughs) play that guitar and get out there on stage. Uh, He said no more swinging from ropes and uh, riding Uh, buffalo in. But otherwise, (laughs) he can still get out, you know, which is he used to. We saw him at the House of Blues. Well, I did with a buddy of mine 20 years ago or so. And he came out riding a buffalo. It was like, holy crap. Oh, shit. That's funny. It was kind of (laughs) impressive. And that was the one time I really wish. I had brought earplugs because that I think has to go down as the loudest concert that I ever attended because my ears were ringing for a week after, which which yeah. is not good. No, it's not good. No, but no. the house. Well, I, I read somewhere that like 
even even these guys like Ted these days, they uh, they may be standing in front of a you know a Marshall stack, but most but all but one cabinet is filled with air. There's nothing in there. It's just they're they're getting it off the the, the monitors on the floor, and you know it's the PA system up on the rafters. It's pumping out the sound. Yeah, and the little ear they got the little in ear monitor, which gives oh, yeah. them everything they need. Right, where they can control the volume on it and not go deaf where a lot of those right. guys i mean that was the problem oh, hell yeah loud was the uh was the mm-hmm. way to go back in the 70s and 80s sure sure but since yeah. this is a special episode 33 i know we've got another clip uh from sheriff joe but we, we have a few people to thank for today's show oh cool being that it is episode 33 which in the no agenda community we all know that 33 is one of those numbers that means either a port mission you got to pay extra special attention to what's going Wait on here is is that a code really for a boarding mission 33 yeah and it shows up in a lot really? of news stories which is always weird it is weird because you know you would think especially when journalism thing uh, is uh today it is yeah that was that was not a very grammatically grammar yeah i'm just gonna abort um <laughs> 33 that was not grammatically correct um <laughs> uh, but you would think that with journalism being as it is, it would round up or down to be like 33 showing up anywhere. Yeah. That's when you know it is, in fact, maybe all just a bunch of BS. But, uh, well, the, the, for me, before I ever discovered uh, No Agenda and their, their adherence to the cult of 33, well, all thanks to you, um, the first oddball thing was on the back of a bottle of Rolling Rock beer is a i think a horse's head and number 33 in quotation marks and there is this entire if you google that there's this whole uh, mythology about what that 33 means and i hate that beer it's just awful beer um and then the next thing was of course there's 33 degrees of of masonry and that probably has some bearing on on the the you know hocus pocus nature of that number. But is there am I, am I leaving out more? Is there others? Well, I'm sure you could probably go on for days about the weirdness of 33 and the symbolic yeah. nature over uh, over the years. And it's just a, it's an interesting number. Yeah. But if you see it, you know you want to pay extra special attention to it mm. because it is in fact the magic number which is why it's no surprise that coming in today at 33 dollars is david huntley and we appreciate that for celebrating episode yes thank you david sir sean of the allegheny valley coming in with 20 bucks and that's a monthly donation and we appreciate that thank you sir sean Stu coach with a monthly six dollar and sixty six donation, uh, which is thirty devil's number. You're right, sixty six <laughs> is you know thirty three times yeah, two. So times two, yeah, thank you, Stu. That makes perfect sense. And comic strip blogger coming uh, in today. I know that's a big surprise. He just knows that by sending in these satoshis, which today the ten thousand and thirty three sats, which there's that magic number again. Worth about three dollars and ninety three cents. This is the best advertising he can get yes. for his podcast because he sends it in to any show that will read a note with mm-hmm. the ten thousand and thirty three sats. He'll send that in, and he was asking on No Agenda Social, like anybody else, have a podcast. It's, this mm-hmm. is the commercial. We don't yeah. do commercials, but this is CSB's commercial. He's finding the loophole. 
He is. And it's a better deal than he'll get from Twitter. Yeah, no kidding. I'm sure. No kidding. And he's got a much better captive audience here. Uh, They're already interested in a lot of this stuff that he does with the uh, artificial intelligence. But yes. he has his note with it. Howdy, Larry and Darren. This is the country version of CSB. Howdy. Nothing mm. justifies invading whole other countries. So Russia apologists are wrong. Yes, CSB is very clear. Yes. You can never invade another country and be in the right. A lot of people will argue with that and have argued with that. Mm-hmm. But that is not what we're doing here. Anyways, your listeners are invited to listen to AI.cooking podcast spoken by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Just enter AI.cooking in your web browser or in your podcast player app. And to visit my cartoons at comicstripblog.com. P.S. I don't speak Romanian as it's like Italian and not Slavic. Yo. See? You, you say really? That? Yeah. Oh, so Romania is, is a romance language? I didn't know that. CSB speaks many a language, but not Romanian. Or so he says. Hmm. Maybe he just doesn't want us to know. He is Isn't, very subversive. Now you were talking about vampires earlier. That is where Transylvania is, is it not? In Romania? I think so. That's where they come from, huh? Hmm. Makes oh. sense. Maybe, that we yeah. should, maybe we should get that Romanian TV guy on the show. There you go. Maybe, yeah, that's a hell of an idea. I think you'd come on and be a fun guest. Be like, really? you've got the right amount of rage. Yeah. We like it. And coming in today at $3.33, because again, Mm-hmm. 33rd show johnny bravo johnny bravo he says planet rage dudes the best show and then wow. exclamation ca which i don't know if that's supposed to maybe that i know he's from canada so maybe that's supposed to be the canadian flag and it just didn't show up then okay. there's a thumbs up and a little smiley face sticking out the tongue i mean grown men using emojis johnny bravo what are you thinking oh i do that and by the way, we need to tell everybody that it's not it's not the anglicized, it's the Italian. It's Gianni G I A N N I. He spelled right. certainly adds adds a certain cool factor to that. And I did you know, when that cartoon came out, I used to love that Johnny Bravo. I, I enjoyed watching that. I don't know if you did. If you remember that. John, I don't think so. Oh, it was great, man. It was just like it was kind of like uh it had this kind of retro feel, you know, like the Ren and Stimpy thing sort of 50s time warped into the early 90s i guess when it came out and johnny bravo was this kind of a muscle bound sometimes smart sometimes dumb blonde elvis type you know kind of a greaser <laughs> with the you know tight t-shirt the jeans and stuff and it was a, it was a very funny show i enjoyed it yeah yeah i don't remember that i do remember uh yours truly johnny dollar which was a, a radio cool. show Oh, I don't know that that one. Though. Was that local in Chicago or uh... true crime? I don't know. I have a bunch of old time radio stuff. There's really, if you're into any of the audio books, especially the ones where they do, you know, different people playing different characters and all that, they're just redoing what old time radio used to do for years and years sure. and years over the air. Yeah. Like this, it's television without the video portion. The theater of the mind. Yes, which is great. I love that. It is is, great. I've always loved audio for that reason. And then YouTube screwed up everything because the only way to get people listening to your show is to have it on YouTube, which doesn't make much sense. Yeah, but it's just a Hmm. different way to uh, 
to go about things, the theater of the mind. You never know what True. that voice, you know, who that person is and the people that could play multiple different characters with completely different sounds. It's like, well, those are the ones when you look at some of these, especially the long running shows like, you know, the Simpsons and family guy, when you see some of the people that are the voice actors mm-hmm. playing multiple characters that are really different characters, you're like, now that's talent. It's impressive. It is. Yeah. Well, Mel Blanc, man, yeah. of a thousand voices. And he was, and he made some good money on that whole, uh, Hell yeah. on that yeah. whole bit. But we appreciate everybody for listening and supporting the show. If you want to get involved, planetrage.com slash no no planetrage.show i know i was was just gonna say planetrage.com.show it's like wait no that's not that's that's an extra dot that's very confusing planetrage.show slash donate i believe is the place you want to go and find out how to Mm. get involved we appreciate it we're doing this show for fun i think we're hitting our nice stride right about now Mm -hmm. 33 shows in yeah a lot of people saying it's the best pairing ever the best show they've ever heard and And that is so kind thank you people thank you very much we're having a lot of fun just like you know yesterday i got to do four hours before no agenda that was pretty what the hell dvorak said something that made me laugh out loud is like was it was darren killing himself or something right it's a very funny comment right holy shit four hours wow (laughs) we normally do the two hour show and once they announced live, see, everybody decided they wanted to volunteer me when they announced on the last show that Adam was going to be in New York. So he asked Dvorak if it was yeah. OK, if they could start two hours later. Well, then the troll room start lighting up with like, well, yeah, Darren could do four hours. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I could have just started two hours later as well. But no, people showed up. There was well over yeah. 100 people on the stream from minute one. That's so cool. And it was up over a thousand by the time uh, no agenda was coming out. Now, it, it was always fun because I would mm. do a private uh, listener count from Doug, which is the bot in the room. And mm. when the when the a song was coming to an end, especially right at that point where no agenda should have just started. When I would look at how many people were on the stream and then I would go, OK, no agenda is going to be like two hours from now. You can all, you know hang up and you see the numbers just go down but a lot stayed but it's like it's amazing how many people didn't know it was late if you're listening i guess you have to listen every week and there's a lot of people that only listen to the first break so you miss out on a lot of stuff oh yeah i'm too much of a completist i could never do that with the show i could never go like i'm just to listen to the first half of that larry show i mean why why would you do that why would you bail like halfway through like every show especially it's like why would you do that <laughs> it's only 25 minutes so. yeah well see that's uh, to be fair that's a lot easier than the three and a half hours of uh you know no agenda people are like okay i'm just gonna get the headlines if it's a lot of people believe that if it's important it will show up before the first break yeah and uh, it's not necessarily front loaded you get good stuff all through that show it's true you do. And they should just start moving everything around, but that would confuse everybody. Yeah, it would. It would. They've got they a, a format that works. Yes, they've got, it. which is rare, which is rare. They have a format that works, so you want to stick with it. But you had a clip from oh, yeah. Sheriff Bob Johnson. Now, is this the same guy that a few years ago basically, I think, said very something very similar to this when it, it came to crime? 
It's a different guy, but really, certainly, yeah, but certainly the same sort of mindset. Was this uh, one also was out of Florida? Where is this guy out of? Yes, he's in Florida. He's in Florida. Which what is Florida? I mean, God bless Florida. It used to be Texas was known as the right, the badass, independent. Mm-hmm. You know, we take care of our own here. Now Florida is uh, is moving up that list, even taking on Mickey Mouse. I mean, geez, isn't that beautiful? Uh huh. Really is. This is Sheriff Bob Johnson. We're going to uh, talk about an incident that occurred yesterday in the Santa Villa subdivision in Pace. And it involves, if you can put him up, Mr. Brandon Harris, um, who you hear me talk about frequent flyers all the time. Our first interaction with this uh, individual came when he stopped right there. I liked the uh, the pause before individual. Yes, exactly. Like, with like criminal. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember there was a story um, up in uh, somewhere. In, I think it was in New York, upstate New York, four or five years ago. These fucking horrific, um, like too too gruesome to be true stories. A couple of uh, longtime cons got out of jail. And just went on a murder spree, you know, in a rural area of New York. I mean, they 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 fucking slit people's throats and shot them in the head. Just just thrill killers, you know. No no motive other than to do that. And when everybody is not armed and you don't have a huge law enforcement community, mm-hmm. you can get away with that. Yeah. And so the the top cop, I, I'm trying to. I think it was FBI. I think they brought the FBI in. Pretty sure. He gave a little press conference. And, and they, they put up the, the pictures of these two guys. They look like they didn't have a you know complete uh, gene set between the two of them. And they're absolutely fucking ghouls. And through the, about a five minute thing, he repeatedly referred to these scumbags as gentlemen. <laughs> these gentlemen, this, these gentlemen. I thought, you fucking retard. Just put somebody else in there who knows how to talk. It was, it was so revolting. So, yeah. So, I, I, I noted that, too, when he, when he stopped and just said individuals. I thought, that's pretty cool. Good. He Good wanted to that. say something else. You know, I get Yeah, it. he did. He did. Yes. <laughs> I get it. I, I get wanting to keep civility going. Yeah. yeah. But there is a point where you just feel so much better not. Right. Right. And that's, I guess, the kind of the point this guy was at here. Yeah years old since then he's had like 17 arrests he got out of prison uh, we sent him to prison for six and a half years for home invasion so one of the homeowners uh, he was breaking into their house and they shot at him and i want to say uh, as to the person we don't know what homeowner which homeowner shot at him um, i guess they think that they did something wrong which they did not if somebody's breaking in your house you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's that's exactly what I want to hear. Yeah. In my county. Yes. I want to hear that if somebody breaks into your home. Yeah. We talked about this on one of the previous episodes where California and uh, mm-hmm. France as a country. Was yeah. like, well, no, there's never any reason to shoot never somebody. No. Call the police. Call the police. Yeah. Breaking into your home. They're in your home. It's three in the morning. They're walking down the hallway towards your kid's room. Mm-hmm. There's never a reason to shoot them. No. No, I like this guy much better. Like if somebody breaks into yeah. your house, this should be part of the game. If you yes. want to rob people's houses, 
if you really want to do that, this should be part of the game, which is if the person inside is armed, they get to shoot you whether or not you're armed or not. That's right. That's right. Um, so whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you'll shoot a lot better and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. So <laughs> with that, questions? That's right. You gotta love this guy. There's, right? a, there's yeah. a lot less policing that has to be done if you just shoot mm-hmm. the criminals dead. Yeah. Yeah. Just call a call a uh, meat wagon. Carve away. Done. Well, there's something yeah. to be said for that Wild West mentality that it was a self-cleaning system. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are they coming for you, Larry? Are those uh, planes or oh, those, choppers? those engines? Well, you know what? Something <laughs> happened um, about a year ago. They changed the flight paths. Like, um, like, I guess it's probably the nearest airport is Burbank Airport. And it wasn't that common seeing or hearing planes overhead. And now, even like when I do my shows, I have to stop every five fucking minutes because there's <laughs> another, you know, another commercial jet. It's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not like they're <laughs> strafing you, man. That's uh, I know. I know. Yeah. You're like, this is a nice annoying. neighborhood. Come on. What about that noise? That was a nice neighborhood. It was a nice neighborhood. Not so much anymore. That's why I'm leaving. Well, that makes so. sense. By yeah. Midway in uh, Chicago, which is kind of, well, it's just right on the outskirts. But um, mm-hmm. they went and paid for, I forget what the radius around the airport was, but it was a pretty large area that the city paid the bill for anybody that wanted to replace their windows with more sound absorbing windows. Wow. Uh-huh. I mean, imagine the bill on that. Wow. I'm sure I can look it imagine up and find what they paid out, but uh, yeah, that was one of their answers. And I'm sure the airlines got soaked for it. And anybody that wanted to do business at the airport got soaked for the, for the bill. But yeah, there's mm-hmm. nothing and I know our buddy Bandrew talks about this all the time, too. There's always loud cars outside. It's, if When you're a podcaster, who cares like you and I and Bandrew do? Or it's like, that's annoying and I don't want that in the recording. Sure. It's annoying. Although it that's why there's plenty of gear that you could try to get to to minimize that sound. But that yours was loud if it came through. That was here. loud. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and sometimes it's much louder than that. It's really, it's like the windows rattle and I don't get it. But do you have a little yeah. like a uh, hatch in the top of the house where you can go up with like a howitzer or something? Like, <laughs> this is my, this I'm, is my, get the fuck. I just sent up a drone with a nuke on the nose of it. And you know, so hey, now that'll take care of a lot of stuff. Yeah. So here comes another one. Listen, <laughs> Here we Here go, everybody. Coming? A new yeah. plane coming in down. Yeah, it's insane. Coming to find Larry. It's the beauty yeah. of it. The, the drones <laughs> are very weird now with the, the NASCAR coverage. Because I've been watching races for the first time in a while this year. And mm-hmm. they have drones everywhere now. So it's very some very weird camera angles you can get. And yeah. Those drones move. They go like hell. Isn't that amazing? It really is. The fact that they aren't crashing left and right is the right basic thing. Yeah. There's yeah, computer chips. Yeah, there's AI in those things, right, CSB? That's, that's what keeps those things from just dive bombing into the ground with the very expensive cameras that they've got in there. That's amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Got to so, get one. So how close are you to the exit 
from uh, L.A.? Um, pretty close. I mean, um, we're probably going to, you know, put the uh, put the shack on the market in a week or so. We're just, you know, get all the painters done and the, the plumbing and crap. And so the house is looking pretty spiffy. So going to pull the trigger and hopefully somebody will buy it and be out of here. And then yeah. you're buying a missile silo somewhere in the desert. Uh, exactly. Exactly. An undisclosed location. <laughs> That's the best way to be. Do not let them know where you are. No, never. <laughs> Go undercover. Why didn't, so what is any idea what's coming up on that Larry show? I, you week? know, it's, it's, it's a, it's an absolute blank today, Darren. How about you for random thoughts? I never got, know. I wish I know, did. See, I never know. Yeah. I never know. Yeah. yeah. It's, know. Uh, it's the beauty of podcasting. You never know what you're going to get. You never know. But we, and sometimes I'll get into it and spend a lot of time pondering and, you know, spec out some bullet points I want to cover. And then something happens and I just say, fuck that and scrap it. And all this, you know, time and effort goes, you know, goes away because we've got to do something better. So, right. Because then Elon buys Twitter and everybody right. loses their minds. Yeah. You never know. It's going to happen. So I agree with the Romanian TV guy. It will be really good for podcasters and content if Elon buys Twitter. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No the doubt. reactions will be spectacular. So join us again. Please do. Next week, same bat time or same rage time. We don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to infringe upon the Batman copyright. Same rage time, same yes. rage channel. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Hold world 